Hi, this is Krista with the Flourish and Free podcast, where we encourage Christian women to exit hustle culture, to kick overwhelm to the curb, and to embrace your first ministry before your business. And while that might sound counterintuitive, it's actually setting you up for success because you are aligning your life with the Lord in a God-honoring way. And when this happens and when you do these things, you are even more prosperous in the time that you spend on your business because God is in the midst of it. And so I love to encourage women to embrace the seasons that they're in. And today our podcast is going to be talking about what to do when you're not in the mood for work, when you're kind of feeling like your season's a little bit off, maybe you're not sure what to do and you're focusing on different areas of your life. So if you're in this place and you're wondering how to get your mind centered back on your business so that you can remain profitable while keeping balance with your home life and not falling behind on all the things, this episode is for you. Listen in. For those of you who are new here, I'm a stay-at-home, work-at-home mama. I left the corporate business world about 15 years ago when my daughter was born, and I have not turned back since. And over the years, as our family expanded and grew, I had to get a little creative financially, and I dove into the entrepreneurial world. (laughs) I thought that I could do it full force and build into a foundation in my business that would set my family up for financial success, contribute to our home, and help offset the costs of our family's dietary needs, of just, you know, the fact that our kids were growing up, getting into sports, we wanted to travel, all these other things. And it was really hard to do that off just one income. And so I decided to use my skills, use my spiritual gifts, and put them into practice in a way that could provide for our home. And in doing that, I got lost in hustle culture. And I don't know if you've ever been there, but where you put your work before everything else with the best of intentions, but then you end up feeling overwhelmed behind spinning your wheels because you're focusing on way too many things and you're trying to juggle it all. And you're carrying the mom guilt because you know you decided to stay home for a reason, but that reason has been getting neglected as you focus on growing what you know you need financially for your family. It's a vicious cycle because we're put in a position in this day and age where it's really hard to just live off one income. And the Bible encourages us to build into seven or eight different streams. And that's just because we don't want to be stuck. We want to be provided for and we want to be doing things that is going to fill in in the seasons of our life where we need them. And so I think that it's really important to remember that God takes us through different seasons. And that being said, at the time of this recording, we're heading into summer season. If you're a homeschooling mama like me, or you're a mama whose kids are in school and you're getting ready to welcome them home for summer break, you're probably walking through a really weird transitional time with your business and adjusting to a whole new schedule with kids, a whole new like season. And, you know, maybe wanting to enjoy some vacations, maybe wanting to get outside more, go to the pool, explore nature, what have you. And you're kind of not sure how to balance your life and business, or you're not sure how to invest in your business in the way that you need to, to continue to remain profitable while also giving your family and your kiddos the attention that they need while also taking a well-needed break from work well done from seasons where you gave in for, or gave time to homeschooling, lesson planning, running around to different sports or activities or dances or all these things, right? Mama, 
We all need breaks, including you. And right now it's summer break and we are going to need to adjust what we're doing in order to accommodate these things. And there's no reason to feel guilty for it. There's no reason to be stressed, but we do kind of need to do a little shifting and adjusting. So let's talk about what this could look like, not just for me, but for you too. Okay. So summer seasons can get a little casual. There's less order. There's less, um, scheduling in of different time blocks that you're going to have in your day. There's less rigidity, more fluidity, right? And it can be so easy to just take your kids to the pool for the day and go outside and garden or go for a walk or meet up with friends or go on your vacation. But how do you keep your business up and running when you don't really feel like it? when there's other things that you would rather do and when the kids are kind of pulling at you for different needs because they're bored. They don't want to just be home with no activities. They want to go enjoy the sunshine and they want to get outside and they want to play with friends. Okay, well, here's where my Rev Up Your Routine Guide is so super helpful. And if you've never taken a look at this, I want to encourage you to go to underthemyrtletree.com, head to our shop and download this uh, this guide, because this is going to walk you through so many effective ways. I believe you've got 10 different ways, maybe more of things that you can start to incorporate into your routine, not to completely like revamp and start fresh, but to reset, to, you know, complement what you're doing in a way where you can fluidly just expand and transition to a summer schedule. And this is a guide that you can use in any season of your life. So if you're not listening to this during the summer and you're looking to rev up your routine to start establishing daily rhythms and holy habits that will keep you accountable to yourself, to your goals, to your needs, to your family's need, and to the Lord, then this is a tool that is going to be perfect for you. I teach you how to work around your monthly cycle. I teach you how to time blocks, how to anchor yourself in core habits and habit stack. Um, I teach you so many other tools and I'm not going to get into each and every one of them here, but I'm telling you, this will guide you through your summer transition or your seasonal transition, no matter what season that you're in. And that being said, I really want to um, anchor you in the fact that if you don't commit to doing things for your business and you let yourself be completely fluid and let yourself give in to the summer season, then you're going to face setbacks in your business. And I want you to kind of have an understanding of what I mean here, because while I always encourage you to rest, to put your first ministry first, to walk in alignment with the Lord and God's plan for you, and to be conscious of your season, not just weather seasons, but like the season and stage where God has you. Because there are times in your life where you're going to spend way more attention focusing on maybe the need of a particular kiddo. When you see them struggling or walking through something, your whole focus is going to be on them until you've completed the work that God has for you to do with them and they get to a place where they're more stable, right? Um, Or if you've got a goal for your business and you have a task that you have to accomplish, maybe you're planning a workshop or maybe you're creating a resource or a course, or maybe you have a couple, um, 
you know, people that clients who are coaching with you and you have maybe a three month period where you're working specifically with them, you have got to focus on those needs. And that with that, you're going to need to have some kind of accountability and some kind of balance, right? So there are different seasons and you're going to have to align yourself and listen to where God has you when you're in them. You're going to want to remind yourself to be flexible and yield to the Holy Spirit. You're going to remind yourself to not be so stuck on everything that you have to do, but so that you can walk in his will. And that's where you want to be prayerful. That's where you want to have these holy habits where you're connecting with the Lord and you're, you're committing your days to him, right? So that's where clocking in with your creator each day as him, as God being your CEO and kind of letting him direct it is so important. I've got a beautiful free guide over under the Myrtle tree where you can look at different ways to make God your CEO. But let's dive in really right now to the fact that you have to be able to sustain your business, but you also really have to be there for your, your husband, for your kids, for your vacations, for all the things right now. Okay. So how do we do this? All right. Well, I want to encourage you to really do an inventory. A time inventory is great. Like when you're assessing different tasks that you have to do and you really want to get a realistic idea of how long it actually takes. I think sometimes we get intimidated thinking, oh my gosh, oh, it's so beautiful outside today. I just want to go outdoors or the kids just want to go you know, to the pool and I've got five emails to write and a blog post to get done and I have to you know, prepare for a resource I'm creating and and get that, you know, ready. And you're thinking about it all and it's really intimidating. Now, that being said, you, I would encourage you to, to sit down and say, okay, well, realistically, how long would it take you to write those five emails? Because the thought of writing them is bigger sometimes than the task of actually writing them. I think that we make things a little bit more difficult. So realistically, sit down with no interruptions and write one full email. And If this is something you do regularly, recognize that whatever you do regularly, you will get better at. You will um, grow your skills. You'll be quicker and you'll be more efficient. And you'll pay attention to the areas where you're struggling so that you can learn the skills you need to grow so that you can work smarter, not harder. So there's hope. Look ahead knowing that you will improve however long each task takes, the more that you do it. And to sit down and write five emails, if you've been doing this for a while, it may only take you 30, 45 minutes. And where could you fit it in your day? Where could you fit this 30 to 45 minutes? Should you do it before you head out the door? Is there a way to squeeze it in while the kids are you know, at the playground and you can sit out there and like jot things out? Um, what does that look like for you, right? But realistically, having an understanding of your time and how long it takes to accomplish a task will help you to be able to keep a good schedule. But a time inventory, really, what I want you to think about with this outside of, you know, maybe per task is just, you know, how much do you, how much do you need to do each day to accomplish maintaining your business, right? This might mean um, making a couple stories that you have that you can share throughout the day for social media. It might mean that you create some content ahead of time so that you can have the freedom you need for your days, right? It's just going to be working a little different way. If you're not used to batching content, summer's a great time to start batching because you can potentially create all the content you need to share over the course of this summer in just a few simple days. And 
then you'll give yourself the time freedom and you can do whatever you want. You can tend to the immediate needs of your business, maybe show up a couple times in stories and social media, but your content is done. Your planning is done. And you can scale this for your season knowing that, hey, you know what? It's summer. People are busy. They're out. They're not going to be 24-7 on their phone. They're going to be at the beach. They're going to be you know, visiting family and friends. So I'm not going to show up seven days a week during the summer. I'm going to show up three, maybe four with content. This gives you a realistic expectation of how much you need to create for this certain season. As you head into fall, you're going to increase it. It's going to go back up. But summer season, your time inventory looks different. So let's talk about how you can plan your content in a way that gives you freedom. Because ultimately, that's why you became an entrepreneur. So you could have more freedom. So you weren't on someone else's time clock. So you could take a vacation. So you could take some days off. So you could spend the afternoon with your kids without having to go without pay, without having to ask someone else's permission. You were an entrepreneur. You were running this business for these reasons. So let's start getting you set up for success with your work in a way that gives you this freedom. Because often when we start, we do have to put a little bit of um, groundwork in, lay the foundations and get things going. But once you're there, we have to have systems in place so that you can be successful. You have to have onboarding procedures in place and things like that and, and all these things set up. If you don't have this, then Maybe you give yourself a goal over the summer where I'm going to start to create these systems for myself. Maybe you give yourself for, you know, let's say this week, I'm going to create this week an onboarding system. And sister, it's simple. What do you do when you onboard a new client? Let's say you're a product uh, provider and you have a product that someone's purchasing and you want to teach them how to use the product, educate them on the product, have a check-in with them after so many days, follow up, see how they're doing, get their feedback, um, plug them into some other complementary products along the way. What does this look like? And are there groups that you need to introduce them to? Um, are there different things that you need to work with them with? Do you need to teach them how to set up their monthly subscription orders? Like what does this all look like? So I would encourage you sit down and for the week spend you know, 10, 15 minutes a day, just jotting down some ideas and mapping this out. And then, you know, the following week, you can bring it to life. And within two weeks, you have one system created that has now given you success and freedom in your business. And the rest of the summer long, you can onboard new clients left and right. And you have something to walk them through this and you don't need to be there for it. Okay. So this is where time inventory planning and really setting yourself up is so important. So Here's what I want you to think and do. Choose a simple task. Choose an area of focus that you have and commit to that in small amounts each day. Give yourself a baseline of what has to be done and think through how long it's going to take. That way, you can have your days free to do what you need to do and you can focus on your family. Okay, I want you to remember not to quit. I want you to not give yourself permission to take the whole summer off unless you already have a scalable system set up for automation and you have sales that are coming in from resources you've created um, or courses you've created or whatnot that work on autoplay. If this is something you've done, then, oh my gosh, I am so super proud of you. Take that break. But recognize that you may want to check in in between to make sure things are still going on schedule to make sure sales are still you know, happening and adjust as needed along the way in case you do need to show up a little bit more because the systems aren't working exactly in the way that you would hope they would. 
I don't necessarily think that as um, someone who is an entrepreneur or who has an actual brick and mortar business, you can close down for an entire season. Um, I think that will affect you not only financially, but it will affect the return customers. Um, imagine if you know your favorite shopping store or grocery store closed their doors for an entire summer. You might start shopping somewhere else, fall in love with that store because it became habit. You created your routine around it. Um, it was something that you did all the time. And when the other store opened back up, you're like, oh, it's really not that big deal anymore. And they don't get your business, right? And then you don't want that to happen to with you. And so I would, if you are going to slow down, take some sort of break, create some type of anticipation for what's coming in this following season. Create content that leads them into build up for what's coming next. Give them FOMO for what is planned for fall, right? And show up and batch content that spotlights those um, FOMO items and that anticipation so that you can be there waiting for them with that and you can be sprinkling that on, th- on them throughout the summer. This is a great thing to do when you consider launching products or launching services, um, launching something special. Maybe there's something that you want to work on project-wise over the course of the next few months that you would love to launch in fall. So ask yourself, how can I batch create content so that in my quiet nights, when I have put the kids to bed and we've had full, beautiful days together, I can spend you know, this amount of time working on this project that will launch and fall. And I can do just one task a day for that. When you break things down, instead of making them so big and you make them into bite-sized chunks, all of a sudden you realize it's really not that, that big of a deal. It's really not that hard. You can accomplish it because you already have the skills that you need and the gifts that you need to do this thing that God has put on your heart. You just have to have the confidence and kick the overwhelm to the curb. So make the big simple. My girlfriend was um, talking to me about Pinterest recently and I had not been spending time on Pinterest and it's a beautiful search engine. It is an amazing way for people to find you. They're always searching for different things, very specific, and your niche could be the one that they pop onto and stand out and you can drive so much traffic to your site. And I was feeling very, very behind. Number one, you're never behind. God has you right where he wants you. You're just excited because you're seeing an opportunity for growth and you want to dive into it and you're not there yet. And when you compare with what other people are doing and seeing them doing it, you start to feel behind because you're not measuring yourself up to God's standards and the place he has you and the growth he's took you to now up until this point. You're looking at other people and you're measuring against them. And God tells us and warns us not to do that. Comparison will always make you feel behind. It will always trip you up. It would always make you feel like you have to hustle harder to get there when really you do not. You have to work from the, the place and the season you are currently in with grace and contentment and satisfaction in Christ and all he is teaching you. But I was looking at what everyone else was doing. I was seeing the market that I had yet to tap into and feeling like, oh my gosh, if I could just get out there and show people who are actually looking for what I have, that I've got the answer to their problems and the answer to their questions and this beautiful solution. And it's leading them to Jesus and it's the missing piece. Then all of a sudden I would have, you know, more eyes and more impact on my content, right? So I got overwhelmed with the big picture and I got overwhelmed with everything I had to do. And she was like, Krista, take a week off from everything else. Sit down and give yourself a week to look at the content you already have. 
and create some graphics that you love to make anyways around those specific pieces. And then use this one tool to find your keywords that will draw and grab the attention when people are typing them in. And before you know it, you're not doing extra work. You're just creating Pinterest size, you know, graphics for exactly what you already have and the work's already done. And so it really was like, okay, well this week I'm going to look and create five pieces of content, five graphics and link them. And that's five different resources and tools. And then another, you know, maybe a different day, I created a bunch of boards and kind of reorganized some things. And that was my focus for that day. I didn't look at the whole big picture and everything that went into it anymore because my girlfriend was reminding me, just take the big and simplify it and choose one thing a day that you want to work on. And that's what I want to encourage you to do. This summer should be a summer where you have peace It should be a time where you rest. If your business is usually working on full force function, well then let's set you up in a way that helps you to be more present in the home. Because ultimately this season of being more present should lead into the next season where you can also be more present. Because your first ministry is always the same. It doesn't change. Scripture doesn't put anything else above that for us as women. He adds on. He blesses us with being able to use our gifts, our character qualities, um, the passions and dreams we have and bring them to life so that we can um, contribute them within the world. But he doesn't want them to replace the first ministry. And so if we can learn to do things in a way that will allow us to have the freedom for those things, then all of a sudden it doesn't have to be this weird season of transition. It doesn't have to be this stressful point where you have to refigure things out. It's a fluidity and a flow. And that's what I love to teach in this space. Now, one of the things I wanted to chat about was automation and this podcast. Um, I don't want it to get too long. I don't want it to become overwhelming. I really want you to feel excited to know that you don't have to do everything all the time, that you don't have to have the weight of all the different tasks fall on you 24-7. Can you just take a really deep breath right now, in through your nose, out through your mouth, and realize this is not all up to me. I work, and I put in what I can, and I trust God to bring the fruit. And then you know what? Maybe I want to choose to be a little smart with how I set things up so that I can um, have these systems of automation. And so if you don't have them, let's not look at this as a big to-do because what's going to happen is you're going to get so lost in creating these things right now as we head into summer that you're going to miss your summer. Or you're going to look at it and it's going to be a heavy weight you carry on your back. Like, oh, I just don't have this set up yet. And if I only had this, I would be able to go out into the pool and not feel like I had to answer this customer's message right there in this moment because they need something and I can't afford not to miss the sale, right? That is stressful. You do not want to resent the work you haven't done to set yourself up for automation. You want to be excited for the things that you can do to set yourself up right now. So we have a couple weeks before the kids are home, right? If your kids are at school, Maybe you haven't finished up yet as a homeschool mama, or maybe you've continued through the summer season. I don't know. Whatever this looks like for you, I want you to commit and say, for the next couple weeks, I'm going to take really specific action because I want to enjoy my summer. I want to start doing 
specific tasks that will set me up for automation in small ways that can lead me into the levels of growth for automation that can come in the fall and winter season, right? Okay, so what are some things that you can do right now? I want you to think about some frequently asked questions that people ask you. And I want you to intentionally jot them down and create some simple answers. And maybe tomorrow you go into your Instagram stories and you start answering those frequently asked questions. And you can put a question box up in stories. And if you don't have those you know, people asking the specific questions that you jotted down, you can type them into your question box. And then you can show up and record yourself answering them in simple, sweet, to the point responses. And then I want you to save those to a highlight called FAQs. That's going to be one of the bubbles on your social media pages that people see right away. And that way it'll save them from reaching out in DMs, which might lead to you feeling, you know, needed for that time in that specific moment. Now, I also, the next day, want you to think about those same FAQs and I want you to generate some auto responses. Instagram is so cool because you can have them type a keyword of your choice into a response in a post or into a DM directly to you and an automated system that you've created can respond back. And it becomes conversational, but you're not there in that immediate conversation at the moment. And you can give them the information that they need. So day two could be simply taking the questions from day one, plugging them into auto responses for the things that you know people reach out and ask you most, okay? Day three could be creating a start here highlight. Maybe even you do it in the form of a reel. Maybe your start here highlight, okay, let's do this. You can go into Instagram stories and you can create some slides that talk about who you are. What are some of your hobbies? What are some of the things you love? What drew you into your business? What is your specific business? What's your specific niche? Who's your specific client? Talk about those things. Talk about why it excites you and lights you up. What fires you up the most and what's the driving passion behind your business? Share that. Maybe share some behind the scenes of how you work at home alongside your kids and what this day looks like for you and how you love this so much that you've incorporated it into a beautiful um, blessing of being able to work at home alongside your children. Maybe you spotlight some areas that this has blessed your family and how you want to use your business to bless theirs. You know, walk them through a start here, answer some of their questions and explain what you do, explain what services you offer and explain what problems you solve for that ideal client. Then you save that to a highlight. The next day, you can turn it into a reel, those exact same slides that you made. So plug them into a reel, put some pretty music. You can even voice over it and just have the different slides playing if you want to. You're creating an experience. You're creating a system that's set up in a way to introduce yourself, your business, your passions, your heart, build trust, build community, build relationship, answer questions, and all do it without you needing to be there. Okay? And then I want you to think about the resources that you offer. And then the next day, I want you to create some tools that will plug them into the resources. Again, these are great if you can save them into highlights. So you're being intentional with the work that you're doing and you're saving it in that system that's all created for you. Now, maybe you have 
you want to work on onboarding a new client. Maybe they purchased a product from you, like we said before. Well, that might take a couple days to create because you'll spend a day like jotting down the things you want to walk them through. And maybe you go into your Flowdesk email. If you want 50% off, if you don't have an email automation system yet, um, please reach out to me. Um, you can comment on this podcast. You can reach out in my DMs at Under the Myrtle Tree. You can send me an email at Krista at UnderTheMyrtleTree.com. However you want to have this conversation, I will give you a link. It'll save you 50% and it's a beautiful way to walk through what it looks like to create an email series that once they say, you know, once they sign up with you, buy your product, it plugs them in and it guides them through a seamless process in their inbox every couple days. I love Flowdesk because it's so easy to use. A beginner could do it. It has different templates already mapped out for you. So if you're not tech savvy, if you're not super like graphic design creative, they have all these beautiful layouts. You can truly be professional and beautiful without needing to be super talented in that. That platform is just for you. It's amazing. And um, I've got the perfect resources to walk you through. If you need an idea of a lead magnet, Oh, sister, go to underthemyrtletree.com and download my lead magnet guide. There's 30 free lead magnet ideas, 12 criteria um, that you want to meet for, you know, within your freebie. And then I teach you like a handful of ways, I think maybe 15 ways to market that. And that's a really great thing to create to draw leads in when you're not there. Because when you create something of value for your potential client, you get them instantly building that trust and you plug them into this system of automation, okay? So there's two different ways to do that. You can have your onboarding process in a series of emails that go out and you can also have a lead magnet that can serve new clients or, and you know current clients as well and walk them through a system. These are These are so fun to do. And I'm telling you, I could walk you through on a separate podcast or you can join my Unless He Builds It course where I go through all of these things and trainings. But there's, there's very simple things that you can start creating right now that will serve your community and give you the freedom to be with your family in the summer season. So take these things like I'm sharing, break them into bite-sized chunks, do not get overwhelmed and commit to two weeks of preparation. Can you do that? Can you give yourself two weeks to get ready for summer so that your summer can be one of grace and ease so that you can enjoy it, so that you can be present in the moments, so that you can sit on the beach and splash in the ocean and bask in the sun and not have to stress about all the basic things of your business that you currently are carrying. Because as an entrepreneur, you're the CEO. That means you're likely managing the books, creating the content, producing things for engagement, designing graphics, taking photos, reaching out to customers, following up with leads. You're doing so many things. And if you're outside of just a product-based business, and let's say you're coaching, you're having conversations. You're working with people. You're building courses. You're creating you know, digital downloads, whatever it is that you're doing for your business, but you're spread in so many different ways. Choose an area of focus. I would say, let that be automation. And if you've already got the automation down, choose an area of focus of what matters most to you for the summer and don't quit. The worst thing that you could do is quit on your business. The worst thing that you could do is take a full break, set everything aside and leave it, to the, leave it alone on its own. Your clients will be confused. Even if you tell them you're taking the summer off, 
they're going to be served somewhere else. You're giving them an opportunity to go find a different person with answers to their issues. Now, again, if you want to lead them into, well, what's coming next, then you have to commit to showing up with some content for that over the summer. You want to keep them engaged. So again, that's where batching your content, which means creating a specific amount of content over a course of a few days. So it's all ready for you. You can look in my batching highlight. You can listen to my batching podcast. Um, you could go onto our shop and create resource, you know, look at the resources we have for batching, taking one piece of content, multiplying it into more than 10 to be spread across multiple platforms on social media, creating the work once, using it in multiple ways. It's beautiful. It saves you time. But these are things that you want to do so you can enjoy your life and you can enjoy this season. Lastly, I want to leave you with this. Be so in tune with the Lord and so in alignment with him that you can discern your thoughts, your worries, your need of having to do all the things versus God's grace, God's peace, God's rest, and God's blessing you in abundance more than you can ask or think. Remember, he wants you to stay connected to the vine because that is your life source, right? When you're connected to that vine, you can bear fruit. When you are disconnected from God, you can produce no good thing. So in this season, how do you discern between your, the stresses of your life, your business, the juggling of all the new that's going to be happening in the summer season versus where God would have you, what he wants from you, the needs in your home that are present at the moment the areas of focus he wants you to be on, or the simple fact that he just wants you to enjoy your season, to rest, to relax, to laugh with your family without fear of the future, right? Oh, that's Miss Proverbs 31. She could laugh without fear of the future because she prepared ahead, because she walked in line with the Lord. So how do you discern that voice? Well, you got to shut off the comparison. You got to simplify got to pray, maybe even fast. You got to clock in with him. I love, I, and I say clock in with your creator so much because again, I'm running my business, but God is my CEO. When I try to manage all the things and be that myself, I will get burnt out, strung out, bent on a shape, spin my wheels, constant hustle, constant juggling. It is crazy town. But when I remember God's my CEO and I clock in with him and I'm praying over the tasks I have that day and I'm laying at his feet and I'm yielding it to his will and I'm trusting him and I'm bending and flexing around the different, you know, ways he's pulling me and directing me, the opportunities he's bringing to me that I'm not going chasing after all the time, right? Because I'm trusting him. It's a two-way street. We're both working on this together. When I'm doing that, I have so much more peace. So... I want you to prosper in that peace. I want you to feel that peace. I want you to understand what that looks like. And that is through our daily relationship with the Lord. If you're not including God along every side aspect of your life, and you're just keeping them in like the Sunday box, the Bible study box, the faith box, and you're not putting them into the mamahood box, the, not only the side box, the mamahood realm, the wife realm, the... Um, the homeschool mama realm, the business owner realm. If you're not inviting him into those areas, you're missing the most important piece. See, he gives you answers. He gives you clarity. He gives you confidence and assurance. And he gives you an overwhelming peace because you're in alignment with his will. 
You might have questions, but see, when they pull you away from the Lord, when they distract you from God's purpose, when you get lost in comparison and start getting resentful because you're looking at everything else around you and not where and not finding peace and contentment where God has you, that's when you know you're not you're not you know in line with him. That's when you know you're listening to your voice, the enemy's voice, the world's voice, the comparison voice, all of that. I want you to hear God's voice. If you need to hear his voice in this season, I want to encourage you set everything aside and just sit down with him. Sit down with him today, sister. Pray, connect with him, confess how everything has gotten in the way. Sometimes it just does, doesn't it? Sometimes you get so caught up in everything else, you forget to connect. So connect with him, clock in with him. Say, Lord, I confess, I have let everything else come before you. I have kept you, you know, with high walls outside of my business. When I need to invite you in, Lord, come in here. You know, sit with me, lead me, teach me, grow this according to your will, direct me. Lord, open the doors for opportunity if this is where you would have me. Close the doors if this is not where you want me to be. Lord, connect me with the clients I need today. Show me what's the most important thing I need to get done. Lord, I'm feeling stressed about this. Lord, give me peace. You know, sitting with him, doing those things, just having an inventory with the Lord, conversation with him, it, it humanizes God in the sense that like he is your friend, but it exalts him in the sense that he is your God and you are coming before a king and you're trusting him with the intimate areas of your life. You're letting yourself get vulnerable with him. And you're letting yourself release the, the reins just a little bit and hand them over to him. And I know it's hard sometimes. I know it's not easy. I have a type A perfectionist personality. I know how hard it is to relinquish control. But it's one of the best things you can do. And honestly, you feel way more in control when you turn over the reins to him. Because he's leading you. It's not in your own flesh. It's not your own will that gets done. It's God's. And that's how you can tell the difference. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. I hope this blessed you in this season. If you have questions, girl, please reach out to me. I love helping and coming alongside of other entrepreneurs, especially Christian mamas who really are just working so hard on their end to raise up godly kiddos, to have a thriving, beautiful, fruitful marriage, and to create a amazing business. You want to have impact on all these areas of your life. And I want to be right there alongside you, cheering you on, pointing you to Jesus and helping you connect with him each and every day. So ask me your questions, leave your comments, share this episode with another sister who needs to hear it and check back in here frequently because as you're sharing your needs, I'm going to be creating content around that. I'm here to serve you. If there's areas you're struggling with your business, if there's areas you're struggling with your faith, I'm not going to pretend to be perfect and know it all. I don't, but I can share with you what God's led me through. I can share with you what he's shown me. And hopefully that can be an encouragement to you because isn't that what we're supposed to do? We're supposed to encourage each other and build each other up. And God has us go through different experiences and seasons so that we can be an encouragement and help other people who are walking through it too. That's why your struggle is not for nothing. Your pain is always turned into a purpose and God will always use it. And so regardless of where you are, Look to women who can walk you through that and be the woman for someone else walking through that too. 
Okay. Thank you for being here. Thank you. If you loved this time, would you please leave a review? Because I love to spotlight my reviewers. I want to shine a light on who you are. I want to call, you know, call you out. Thank you. And hear what you have to say, hear what you love. So I will be happy to share that review. I'd love to do this on each podcast. So if you can help contribute to that, I will um, give you a little moment of my time as I start our next episode and read what you had to say. And really that just helps me encourage me because I need, um, I love knowing that I'm, that I'm helping other people. And I need to hear those, those words sometimes too. And that review also helps get this podcast in another woman's ears because every review helps to boost this, to get this out to more people. And every share helps more women get connected to kingdom work and to finding their worth in Christ. So Thank you for being here. Thank you for your review. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your friendship and your community. And please, if there's ever anything I can do to serve you, no, I'm happy to. I'm always here.